Hey everybody, it's time for another episode of the show. And tonight, it was a good one. We laughed, we told stories, we told lots of funny stories. There's pepperoni involved, and pigeons, and Bitcoin. And that was fun. That Bitcoin thing. Boy, oh boy. Ready for your brain to melt? Get ready for that. Uh, Sure. Uh, It's time, everybody, for Horseshoes and Hand Grenades, episode 539 for January 21st, 2021. Horn Married. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Horseshoes and Hand Grenades, the show that brings you the latest and greatest and odd and crazy news from all over the planet. We are like a one-gallon water jug full of news, and you're like, I'm going to fill this thing up with news, but I've got to go get it from somewhere. Maybe I'll go get it from the internet, but where on the internet? I'm going to go get my news from Horseshoes and Hand Grenades, and I'm going to fill this water bottle up, and this water bottle is going to get so full of news, I'm not even going to know what to do with it. I'm going to be chugging all day long from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., just chugging news, episode after episode. The news chug. The good old chug, chug, chug-a-lug chug. Uh, how many Jesus. times can I say chug? We're going to chug some news. Oh, but put, chug does a news chug. Put that news Put that chugger in your news. Hi, I'm Steven, joined as always by the amazing, the wonderful, the, uh, the green grass drinking uh, Smashly. She's like a giraffe, uh, but in liquid form. Wait, that's not... <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Oh my god! Please, someone make me a shirt that says "Liquid Giraffe." I don't know what that means. <laughs> liquid but in liquid giraffe. form. I found your I new handle. I found your new internet handle. You're a liquid giraffe. Kelly, from now on, my author's bio. <laughs> Ashley, we'll is say a like giraffe. a giraffe, but in liquid form. What does that? What could that possibly mean? <laughs> e? Lord knows. Uh, <laughs> do you know a giraffe when born falls from like five feet in the air, just like plunk on the ground and just gets up and does its oh, thing? Oh, shit. They really? fall from real. Yeah, they, like a giraffe doesn't lay down to have another giraffe. The giraffe just, just falls from space. <laughs> you just, What's it? The, the, uh, uh, where the, 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 the cow, the elephant, the, the whale that turns into a potted plant and lands on Earth. Uh oh, forty two. Uh, yes, guide. yes, yes. <laughs> Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Wow, that's the one. That's the one. Human. <laughs> Subject to boat. <laughs> that was beautiful. Welcome to ADHD, a podcast. Yeah, welcome, welcome to the show. We're discussing podcasts today and like how to do one. And given my years of experience in the podcasting medium. Uh, I was talking to Ed Gamer like the key of podcasting is not to necessarily have a coherent through line, it's to just have an anchor that you can fall back to. So we have news. the odd news anchor. This show's not about odd news. Um, no. It never really has been. Odd news is no. just a thing that keeps us rolling when we run out of things to say. So, yeah. <laughs> so we just go, we go off on these bunny trails, and then we go, oh, better go back to our anchor real quick. Okay, now we can spin off again. Um, My favorite is our, our, our half-hour shows that we do so frequently. Every episode is a half-hour. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, this, we're going to keep you. We should just start doing that at the top of the show. It's like, we're going to entertain you about 30, 30 to 45 minutes here. Uh, 
gonna have a blast and then it's not ever you know it's kind of like the now sorry we apologize to matt damon we ran out of time it's that but it's us you know saying hey we're gonna do a show in 30 minutes we apologize to matt damon jimmy kimmel it's a jimmy kimmel thing at the end of jimmy kimmel's oh. show he always he always says we apologize to matt damon we ran out of time because they didn't get to him but he wasn't there but it's just you know once you do it enough times you can't really stop yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's the old the old family guy make the joke long enough that it's funny again. Oh my gosh. I miss No, I don't I don't know that I miss I don't know. I don't know what I miss. I miss something. Yeah, I uh walking into a store? You can you can currently miss a lot of things. That's that's so, what I know for sure. I had a breakdown the other day and I got on the next door and I'm like there has got to be someone in the 60 surrounding neighborhoods that is quarantining with the child that my child can meet. But upon fear that someone in your family that you love will die if we're not quarantined appropriately. Two people reached out to me. And I'm like, okay, one of them has a four-month-old, so little squidge yeah. that may or may not be able to sit up and one of them has a 20 month old i'm like neither of those ages are ideal i don't care so one of the ladies i started talking to she's like my dad lives with me he's 76 he's diabetic i don't even see my mother because oh. she can't quarantine because of her job she's like nobody's held my baby i don't want my dad to die i hate everybody wearing mfing mask i'm like when can we meet <laughs> yes hello friend <laughs> can we get together <laughs> soon <laughs> <laughs> dude i i like you and she lives five minutes away and i'm like <laughs> person 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 i'm gonna be there I'm, that's five minutes away i'll be there in two <laughs> i'm coming is tonight too early yeah. too late she'd probably be like no just get over here right meow uh, so cool. So you've got a you've got a, an outlet now, potentially. Yes, but I mean, you know, a four month old sleeps four oh, times yeah. a day plus the. But uh, she's like, we could go walking on the greenway right next, and I'm like, sure. Yeah, because she's like, we don't go to parks because people are a holes and won't wear masks. <laughs> I love this. See, this is this is what we eventually had to do. We had to just go reach out to people and be like. Talk to me about your quarantine situation. And they're yeah. like, we don't do anything. And if we do anything, I'm not going to come hang out with you. And we're like, right. fair, good. Right. Let's let's do that. And they'll, I mean, that's been the case. It's like, hey, we saw somebody. We're going to go ahead and stay away from you guys for at least 10 days. And then yeah. when we, we haven't seen anyone again, we can hang out again. We're like, this is Better great. than nothing. The, right. the yeah, mere yeah. fact that you're telling me that means that you care about me. We're on the same page. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. And the fact that she's worried about her father who lives with her dying sure. and doesn't see her own mother. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We're going to. I am on the same level of depression. <laughs> we're all we're all in this together. Drowning. Dying. <sighs> we're floating on that, that piece of wood that Rose shoved Jack off of. Um, I didn't mean to say jack are, are off even... on the show, but I did. <laughs> Ashley running wildly down the street, dragging tater tot down the road. HG, like, and she, she's, she's, she co-sleeps and she's a Velcro mommy, which means she wears the baby. And I'm like, <laughs> like 
twinsies. Twinsies. Ah! Can we wear matching spandex and scrunchies? <laughs> Can I just show up to your house in my PJs? That's yeah. great. And my, my centering group who, you know, the babies have never got to meet. Like they were all arguing about politics today because one of them is Greek and she she likes to debate, but the rest of us are super English and you politely hold your opinions and then speak about them behind each other's backs. You don't tell right. each other your opinions. Yeah. So right. it ended up like I have fifty thousand text messages and I'm like <laughs> Oh no. You can't debate politics <laughs> over text. What are you trying to do? Murder the telephone? The text was used. And I'm like, look, can we just can we just move on? Can we just not do it? Can we not do for, it? Like, we have an opportunity to just let it be boring now. Like, it could just be boring. Like, there has, there doesn't have to be any... We could go back to being afraid of murder hornets. Remember when right. that was, was scary? Uh, can that yeah. be scary again? In forest fires and stuff. Like, we don't yeah, have to... Yeah, all the dead koalas. Yeah. We could go back to that fairyland. Oh man, what a great, what a great, exciting time it is to be alive. We just get to worry about earthquakes and junk again, and not civil uprisings. This is just this is a wonderful time to be alive. Oh, and people are Ragnarok, Ubisunt, Vikings. I mean, there's a lot of people that worry about different things, but like you're not worried about just someone flying off the handle on a bad day. And Wait, what's doing Seattle, Portland, and Denver stupid. doing? Did I miss news? Uh, there's news- it, it, there's there are there is civil unrest, but I don't know what to to what degree because I've given up on looking at things. Similarly, how I gave up on trying to pay attention during the summertime. I'm like, I know that there's bad things and there's people doing stuff and it's terrible. It doesn't. You know what? We should veer to the right of this. Or the left. I don't really care which way we're <laughs> here. We should, we should circle. Steven, we Steven, should slide. He was like, no, no, neither, neither no direction. direction. Just, we'll go up. We'll go. We'll plow through it and just skip. I'm it. a juke so hard. You thought it was yesterday. Yeah. It's the dumbest thing I've ever said in my entire life. <laughs> you can juke. I can't juke. I have a bad knee. If I juke, I, I, I break my knee. I was chasing I just, Sam one day, and I felt my knee do that like wibble wobble thing. I'm like, Sam, I almost just ate the the floor. Like, I can't run. I, I'm I'm done because it freaks me out. I'll get scared, and I won't want to run anymore for a little while. I'll be like, to for those not familiar with my health issues, I have a, I have one knee that likes to just kind of flip out of place. It just yeah. goes. It goes. I see that you tried to juke. Nice try. <laughs> Uh, your thigh is going to keep going, but the bottom part of your leg is ew, just going to stop. Ew, ew, uh, ew, ew, so, ew. so that freaks me out. And it's happened enough times that now my, my tendons are just like, whatever, man. Stretch. I don't care. <laughs> just do it. Like, I don't even hurt. I hurt for maybe an hour and a half. Yeah, go for it. Because tendons, <laughs> what's fun about them is, is that once you stretch them, they don't, they, don't go, they don't go back. They just stay stretched. Uh, they That's kind of what bit. your uterus does. Right, it's bigger every time you have a baby. <laughs> does it really? Does it? Does it grow? Yeah. It never. It never goes back to the normal size. Why? Why not? Why don't things go back? Like, in, like if you get real big and then you lose a lot of weight, like your body's like, that's nice, you lost the weight, but I'm gonna leave all this. I'm gonna leave all this hanging around. Why does the it extra- do that? I don't know. Why are my skin dumb? shrank up? It just shrank up around 
fat. (laughs) (laughs) There's no excess skin. There's excess fat. I'm telling you. Oh, Steven, 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 Steven. So I was making a salad because we hadn't eaten. And then the baby is about to go into another leap. And I think it's starting because he's woken up 50 times in the last hour. And so I went in there. And he does this thing where he puts his hand like under my boob while he's nursing. And I felt <laughs> something weird. I'm like, what is that? And I'm like, what? What is under there? I'm like, is that a label? What? So I'm like pitch black holding whatever it is in my hand going, I hope my baby hasn't been like eating leaves in here. I get out and there's a piece of romaine lettuce. <laughs> and I don't know how it got under the booble region. <laughs> Put romaine lettuce in there. Well, he thought it was cash money. I better pay I this woman. <laughs> like, I'm going to store this here for later. <laughs> like, how do you get romaine lettuce under your ta-ta? <laughs> That's, hey, I don't have them, so I don't know how mystical they get. I don't I don't normally With get lettuce. random items stuck underneath my balls or anything. So <laughs> the closest comparison I would have. <laughs> it's just such a weird thing to reach under that like skin envelope and to feel... Lettuce. <laughs> it just. Um, Later snacks. There, there are a lot of days where I go, man, I'm glad I'm a dude. Uh, and this is yet another day where I'm like, man, I'm glad I'm a dude. I feel Though like I feel for your your troubles. You should say I was watching. So I've been trying desperately to like watch Bridgerton, but <laughs> I either have to stay up until midnight to watch an episode because the having get it interrupted and eating and yada 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 yada. So it's it's taken me a minute, but I'm sitting here watching. I'm like, this is depressing because, like, the dudes are out boning everybody, and the women are like, must be held to propriety of higher standards, or my entire family line will be ruined. I'm like, f this, like f society. <laughs> Meh. So you're so not yes. you're not. A, are, does that mean you're a fan of Bridgerton, or you're not a fan of Bridgerton? I quite like the show. Oh, okay. I quite like the show. I can't wait Many to hear. Many people did not. <laughs> I just can't wait to hear when your mom has watched it because it's an English, British, Victorian era show and it's full of steamy sex. And she lewdness. watched it and finished ah. it before I did. I knew it. You get to say, you watched the porno. You watched it. It's no different than watching Cinemax on Friday night at 1130. You watched the porno. Yeah, there are, there are much boobs. There are orgies. Oh, good. There's because tree, you can't, there's tree humping. Why can you not create a show that's on a streaming service or an HBO that doesn't just have a humping everywhere? Like, why does it... So, what is that show with the fairies? Carnival Row? Yes. That show did not Fairy need helps. any of the gratuitous nudity that it had to do anything it did. And when it no. did have gratuitous nudity, it was awkward because I didn't want to see a goat man banging a woman. That was weird. And there was nothing good about it. Like, you don't want to see a dude with hooves getting down. Uh, you don't. It's not a thing that goes into your head that you think. Now, some people might. They might be like, I love hooves. That's you, man. But I think the grand, the full population is like, hooves? I don't think so. Uh, wings? Yeah, I was going to say, is that no. is that close enough to a furry? But then it's like. Weird furry human porn, and it's not straight furry it's, porn. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> I want to. I want to see real goat people, like a fawn <laughs> or something. 
Not just the hoof part. I want to see the whole thing. No, I'm like, that's weird, man. It was weird. It didn't belong there, and it made it awkward. Like, there it was just... one sex scene that I would have kept just because of the reveal of his back. Oh, yeah, okay. And then when you later find out that, you know, I'm not going to spoil it. I don't know if you... Sure, but anyway. there are plot points. There are plot but points that can be... But there's other it... ways you can do that. Sure, sure. There are other ways you could do that. You have... I'm fine. I'm fine if there's a strong story and it's pushed ahead with some brief scene that needs to happen to further something. Generally, I don't think it's necessary, but sometimes it can be called for and it can help you understand the story a little bit better. I get that, but I don't like when a show really isn't that good to begin with, and the only reason that people watch is because there's gratuitous nudity. I feel like Game of Thrones tried that at first. They're like high fantasy; people aren't going to be down with this unless we put lots of boobies in there. And then the second yeah. season, they were like, "Well, now that we hooked them, we'll put less boobies because we can actually talk about fantasy stuff." And everybody and then be the actresses it. were like, "No boobies." Right, and then then uh, uh, Emily, em, em, what's her name? Clark, I lo- em, Amelia Clark. Yeah, she was like, I'm not showing my boobies because I was dumb and that was my first job a season ago, but now I'm not dumb and I don't want to do that anymore. I want people to see my acting and everybody's like, well, fine. We still can rewind it if we want to. <laughs> we can Tell pause it. The point. And I was, I was going to actually make the argument for in in Bridgerton... I think the sex scenes go to show that, I mean, somebody even spoke it out loud was that it was the guys had to go to brothels to have sex so they wouldn't horn marry the first girl they came across. So it was <laughs> expected Mary. for dudes to go get it boned out of their system so they could take their time and pick a proper lady because you didn't want to diddle an improper lady, but they could go diddle half of London. Right. Right. This is is awful. I like this horn Mary. I like this horn horn Mary. It's, it's like you come out of high school and you're trying, you're like, I shall save myself for marriage. Then you meet a girl. You're like, shall we get married tomorrow? Because I would like to horn marry you. And then you regret everything for the rest of your life. You're like, I have to learn to love this person because this is the decision I have made. Yeah, I, um, if I would have horn married, I would have, I, everybody would have been dead. It's fine. I, I was, I'm, I've been with Stephanie since high school. I was so Steve was like, I did horn marry. We should have yeah. got married earlier. That's the only, <laughs> my only regret is not getting married sooner because uh, she's awesome. She's the best. She's like, I had to wait. And oh I didn't yeah, need to. Uh, I would have married her like right off the bat. Just she's the best. She's the best. I mean that. I mean that. She asked me the other day to marry her again. I said, "Sure." When are we doing it? And Sam goes, "You can't get married twice." <laughs> I was like, "You're the best." I love you, Actually. Sam. It's like you can. <laughs> well, you can with other people, or you can do just the thing where you get together and y'all have a party for no reason and say, "Well, hey, we're married again." I don't yes. know about that though. I don't know about that. I don't know if I want to do that. That marries married weddings are weddings are big. Weddings are weddings are, weddings. Weddings like, are let's a just crock. get together. Weddings are a crock. <laughs> I tried to have a small one. Tried. You did, you did so pretty hard. good. You you succeeded where I thought you would have failed. That's because I gave up and I told Jacob and my mother to both eat a dick. Yeah. And said, You figure this out or I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you had they had the big why would they want to spend more money? They had the big one with me and Stephanie. I don't I don't I 
don't. But I, I hey, tried to make that argument. Our All I one, wanted to do was dance with my father, and I didn't get to dance with my father. I just got to saw my dad's butt in front of the camera <laughs> the entire time. <laughs> I will say our big wedding was pretty flipping fun, but it's because yes. we had a we had a very groomed guest list. Yes, and you start. We started from the focus of I want everybody to have a good time. Not yes. I want everybody to see me. I don't care about me. I'm gonna the be dance happy party no was matter fantastic. what. The parties were great. I still have relatives tell me they had a good time. I'm like, hey, that's good because I've been to a lot of boring weddings. Anyway, weddings suck. You shouldn't have them. You should just get married wherever you want to get married with whoever you want to get married to and move on with your life. Yes. And put that money that you would have spent on a house. On a house, yeah. Buy buy a house. It's way better. Way better to have a roof over your head. Get your dress off of Amazon. Don't hire a caterer. No. Just potluck it. Still, Tell everybody to bring a dish. Off. That's what I wanted to do, Stephen. That's all yeah, I wanted to do. I was like, either get me a potato bar or people could bring potluck. But no. Potato bar is the dumbest, best thing that I've ever seen at a wedding. Potato bar was legit. Peruvian purple potatoes, sweet potatoes, regular potatoes. I hated the wedding. It was pomp and circumstance out the wazoo. But that potato bar, that was cool. Was legit. That was cool. I'd, I'd do that so again. <laughs> World news. Wait, no, factoid. Oh, my word. <laughs> for a second there, I thought the goat sex was enough for a factoid, but I guess we should tell a real one. Uh, <laughs> believed to be the first domesticated bird, pigeons were used for millennia to deliver messages, including important military information and the outcome of the early Olympic Games. Though non-avian mail delivery has become more popular over time, pigeons were uh, used as recently as World War II to carry select messages. Well, how about that? I still don't know how that works, though. I need to look it up. Did hey, we do we a should... story with a lady marrying a ghost? We, uh, when? We've, there's just been so much. Probably. We probably there's, did. I think, like, an Eiffel Tower and a fence. The, well, she married the Eiffel Tower, oh, right? got their wiener stuck at a picnic table. I don't. That know was like episode it. eight or something with the wiener and the picnic table. That was bad. They had to they had to drain that dude's wiener to get it to stop swelling, so they could get it out of the picnic table. Look, that hurts me, and I don't have a dong. He horn married. He horn married the picnic table. He horn married. The picnic can we please make word married a thing? That's what it is. That's they couldn't have. If before they allowed people to go to brothels, dudes were found everywhere with their wiener in every hole in the city. Like, <laughs> that guy stuck his wiener into the hole in the side of my shop and got stuck there for days. Ah, uh, horn Mary. Horn Mary. <laughs> I like it. World news. <laughs> Oh boy, computer programmer has just two guesses left for his password to access $220 million in Bitcoin before the digital wallet locks forever. Forever. That's a long time. What, is, long what time. was that? What is that from? That's Sandlot. From a thing. <laughs> it's a national treasure, Sandlot. Love that movie. Uh, a computer programmer is locked out of a digital wallet containing an estimated $220 million worth of Bitcoin with only two chances left to figure out his password before its contents are encrypted and placed out of reach forever. German-born Stefan Thomas, who now lives in San Francisco, was gifted 7,002 Bitcoins by an early cryptocurrency fanatic in 2011 after creating a What is Bitcoin Explainer video. 7 
thousand big. They were probably like a nickel back then, man. Like a nickel. Because I remember I was after some Bitcoins when they were a nickel and thinking that was really cool that you could buy coffee and pizza in certain places with Bitcoins. Yeah. If only I had decided to pursue that venture. <laughs> Let's be serious. I never would have held on to them. I'd have spent them on something stupid and moved on in my life anyway. You'd have been like, oh, big bucks. Yeah, there's no universe in which I held on to any Bitcoins I ever had. Uh, yet the same year he lost his password, known as a digital key, to the online wallet, and despite trying all his regular combinations, he's remained locked out as the price of the cryptocurrency has soared in the past month. The software used to create oh. Bitcoin means that only the user has access to the password, with an iron key system giving them 10 attempts to get it right. I didn't know that was ingrained in Bitcoin. That has to be Good part guy. of the wallet he's using. I don't know that that's, that's a ingrained in the Bitcoin system. Right, yeah. Uh, Thomas has only two password attempts remaining before the system will shut off his digital wallet forever and encrypt the Bitcoin files. I would just like, I would just lay in bed and think about it, Thomas said. Then I'd go to the computer with some new strategy and it wouldn't work and I would be desperate again. Oh, that's so depressing. And the bad thing is now there's so much, so many wallets for cryptocurrency that have like, you can put a password on them and then a lot of them have a recovery phrase. That doesn't change. It's like eight, it's 12 words or something you can keep on a piece of paper or keep in a uh, lockbox somewhere. That if you do forget your password, you've got those 12 words. You can go back and put that in and recover it. I've done right. that multiple times. Um, <laughs> because one of the, the apps that I use, you have your 12 words. Uh, and and like I managed my parents' wallet and I managed my wallet. So I would flip flop and go, I'm going to load up their wallet and then load up mine. And it was it was really handy to have, but this that guy, is it. And then he he doesn't. So so what happens to the bitcoins? Do they just die? they disappear? They're just gone. I don't think they get reintroduced to the ledger because uh, Bitcoin uh, Bitcoin has a has a decentralized system where the ledger is actually contained across bunches and bunches and bunches of computers and that's synchronized every so often across the blockchain. Um, I don't understand nobody has to care or no, it's. It's a, it's the most volatile. <laughs> what, what is it? Is it? Well, I mean, I guess money is literally just paper because right. it's not backed by this anything. This is the thing that drives me bonkers. I'll have this conversation with Bitcoin people like Bitcoin's not even real. Like the money in your pocket isn't real, dumb butt. Yeah, it's well, money <laughs> backed by gold. No, it's not. It hasn't no, been backed by gold for years, Long and years, time. and years. This is well. This is actually more. There's more substantial value in it. Because it does have a limited supply. Bitcoin will eventually run out. Uh, the math problems will end. There will be no more Bitcoins to make. Hence why the value goes up. Because there's there's only so much. There will only ever be so much. Fiat money, like what we've got, you know, great. And if the banking system collapses, my digit, I don't know what happens to it. Because we all just have a digit. Go on the internet. You look, you're like, I have $5,000. No, you sure don't. You, do. you have a number yeah. in a database that says you have $5,000. Right. You don't have $5,000. And yeah, there's a centralized ledger hanging hanging on to that of what, what came out of the mint, what got distributed where, how it's all handled. But it's still a fake number. It's still just pretend. All numbers all pretend. are fake. All numbers are fake. Your wallet ID, I don't know if it's your key in the blockchain. Because the transactions are keys in the blockchain, right? Like... Isn't it that that when you spend money, a a new segment is added to the chain with all the previous segments mathematically involved in it, and then 
new chain is created. Anyway, I don't know. It's been a long time since I looked at it, but so blockchain by itself, which is technology that Bitcoin is built on, has really cool applications. And I think that it could do a lot of neat things in the future. Think of it as like My brain custody. literally, literally came <laughs> to a screeching halt. Like I heard the metal <laughs> grinding and I'm like, because it's like, I don't understand this. Still don't understand it. I like to to imagine like you get a digital identity when you're like let's say you're born and you get you get a number a a block assigned to you in a a blockchain and then as you move on in life your everything that comes after that is calculated off that first thing you got like your driver's license well my driver's license is linked back to the day I was born by this value and then that's how the driver's license value gets created and then anything that built off the driver's license is built off of that which is built off the previous thing and it becomes this this chain of custody that you can track back to guarantee authenticity it's really neat it's really neat but it's like you have to draw it <laughs> to understand it did our did our internet break I'll be giving no you're here I think oh. you just I think you just blacked out everything I said. <laughs> Jesse just called me a nerd. <laughs> well, I was referring to the chat. <laughs> I just fried everyone's brain. <laughs> Jagger nerd. Nerds. It's how this there's stuff that I want to understand. I just I I need to read it multiple times because sometimes when people explain things to me, oh, I dropped that on the floor. The baby's gonna effing eat it. Uh. <laughs> You're gonna forget about it. I am you're gonna forget about it. Uh, yeah, I know it's it's fun. It's fun to learn about. It's fun to understand. But I know this show isn't the place to do it. There's really good well, YouTube no. videos on blockchain. Literally, where else them. are we gonna do it? Steven explains bitcoins to Ashley. Ashley's brain slowly turns into a liquefied giraffe. <laughs> you know what's funny when I explain something that I'm, I'm pretty sure I know how it works. There's like this part in my hind brain that I learned that word from Hammerdorf. There's this part in my hind brain that's like, do you really know what you're talking about? I don't think you do. You're going to say it. Someone's going to correct you on what you're saying and it's not going to make any sense and you're going to be look like an idiot. And I'm like, shut up, hind brain. I do know what I'm talking about. Well, I don't think I have time. a hind brain. My hind brain goes, spout more bullshit. <laughs> See how far you can push it. <laughs> no one will ever know. <laughs> You have that's that's the that's the devil on your shoulder is basically knocked out the angel part. It is just like go full steam ahead. The angel's wings have been picked off and thrown into the floor. <laughs> the angel's like, look, I boned the devil. We good. Your, your brain's up there like doing that Titanic thing, like full steam ahead. Clink, clink. It's a bad idea. Iceberg, no. We go fast it's a enough, we'll cut above the it. water. It is fine. <laughs> oh, most of the icebergs on top, right? I don't think how that's how that saying goes. Most of the icebergs on top. It's <laughs> just like some sort of weird analogy for a dude talking about his wiener. <laughs> I don't know why? You gotta, you gotta go deep to see the real stuff. <laughs> rivers deep, head, head gamer everyone's waiting for people to figure out they're full of crap because most most of us are we got we got nothing we're just trying fake it till you make it baby uh small i mean yeah news. i was gonna say that oh yeah yeah there 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 that's so bright <laughs>
Even with the man blue lived in Chicago. Even with the blue blo- blockers, blues blockers. Yeah, but they, they don't block the blinding white of the screen. My pupils are constricting. Man lived in Chicago airport in secret for three months as virus <laughs> made him too scared to fly home. <laughs> I, I, it's, just so, it's so that's depressing. Awesome. That's awesome. Well, I mean, okay, so that's terrible. I hate that he was afraid, but it's also the plot of The Terminal, which is a movie I like a lot. Oh, is so it I'm really? It. <laughs> yeah. It yeah, make- Tom Hanks movie, The Terminal. He flew into an airport and then his country dissolved while he was in the air, like mid-flight. So he didn't have a home country, so he couldn't actually come in to the U.S. legally because the the country didn't exist anymore. The government was overthrown. It was in shambles. So he had to stay in the international terminal because it was... And they, they Is that a true story? No, it's not a true story. Oh. People think it is. It's surprising how many people think the terminal was based on a true story. It wasn't. But it was really good. Uh but I like I like Tom Hanks. So. I will say you like Tom Hanks. I do. A California man who was <laughs> discovered over the weekend at Chicago O'Hare International Airport has allegedly been living there for three months. Aditya. What? Aditya Singh. Aditya. Yeah. Aditya Singh, 36, was arrested and charged with impersonation in a restricted area of the airport and theft of less than $500. State prosecutors say that Singh was asked by two United Airlines employees to show ID. He showed them a badge that turned out to have been reported missing on October 26th. Um, Assistant State's Attorney Kathleen Haggerty, oh, sorry, said that Singh claimed he found the badge in the airport and was scared to go home due to COVID. Singh reportedly arrived at the airport in a flight on October 19th. During his bond hearing, he was oh, uh, Singh was banned from stepping foot into O'Harrigan. So he was afraid because of the virus, but then he had to go to prison to jail yeah and then court hearings and this is stupid everything's stupid right now it's a pandemic people shit i mean and and to think living in the airport's probably the worst place to be if you're scared of the virus like get home well it was really slowed down there for a while though yeah that's probably how he did it was there was nobody there yeah, but if there's nobody there, there's got to be people in the food court. That's how the terminal worked. He got to have friends in the food court that would sneak him food because he was awesome. This oh. guy had to have done something that people are like, I see that guy almost every day. But I guess people just don't, you know, we don't really assume that there's shenanigans. That's part of Subject how we work. Subject the terminal? What? Subject solved the terminal. Yeah, apparently Subject knows when to see good movies because uh, the terminal's pretty great. <laughs> Terminal is pretty great, uh, but yeah, he stole an employee badge. I get that, but we're we're acting like he stole the employee badge and then like hid under a bench for three months. Like he had to be up and about, wandering around, looking at stuff. Okay, it's assume he's supposed to be there. Maybe they assume he worked there every day for fifteen hours, sixteen hours a day. Yeah, but, but they wouldn't have been there every day, right? Well, yeah, they wouldn't have been there every day, but there had to be some sort of. Like, he had to have some camaraderie with people. Was he just, like, literally not talking to anyone and just sitting? Mean, Maybe he afraid. was, like, Newt and hiding out in the air shafts, man. What if that's okay? That, yep, you sold me. He was hiding <laughs> in the ventilation with his badge and his little lighter. He, he was playing came, Die Hard. He mostly came out at night. 
Mostly. <laughs> he was PSG. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'll buy it. I'll buy it. He was hiding in the in the ceiling. Whatever. Apparently, somebody eventually got curious because when asked for ID. Yeah, somebody finally said that. I see that guy every day, and I don't know who he is, and he doesn't talk to anybody, and he just sits at that table eating McDonald's cheeseburgers. Uh, yeah, no hair is massive. Yeah, I guess you're right. If you could, you could hang out. You could probably hang out in a different concourse. At O'Hare yeah. for hours, and nobody would notice or yeah. care. We yeah. should try that. We should try that. <laughs> I would love to go to an airport. That means that the world's done ending. So Head Gamer says it is a true story. The head, the 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 the, the, the terminal thing, home for Merhen Kamrimi Nasseri, was a small corner of the international transit zone. He lived there for an unbelievable eighteen years and was the inspiration for Steven Spielberg's <gasps> blockbuster, The Terminal. How Merhen did he live there for 18 Karimi years? Nerseri. Okay, yeah, I'm going to have to do some research this. So, inspired uh, the terminal. So, not a true story what? in that sense, but if a guy lived there, that's that's pretty that's pretty cool. I need to Why I need to though? check into this. Not that I don't believe you, but I'm I'm interested in the story now. That sounds pretty cool. Trust but verify by Stephen. Meh. I just trust He was a Syrian refugee. Was he really? Lived at a Malaysian airport. Ah, uh, okay. Their airports Wait. are different. You can just live in there for a while. Ugh, I've been to Charles de Gaulle Airport. That place sucks, but I'll tell you one thing. You oh, wait, know... no, this is a different... I'm sorry. I was reading instead of paying attention. No, it's fine. I was talking to the chat because Head Gamer mentioned Charles de Gaulle, and I've been through there before, and I missed my flight going through there because I had some ticket shenanigans. But I'll tell you one thing that'll scare, scare you straight. Having to ask a French person for a croissant. When you know that you don't know how to say croissant properly because you're from South Alabama. What's and you, you want to walk up there and be like, I have one of them crescent rolls. That's what, you, that's what you're afraid of, is saying Did a you... French word to French people. Oh, yeah, that is. that. I, I, don't, I don't know that I could French. Uh, no, you can't French. Stephanie's, Stephanie's trying French. I can't. I don't know. It doesn't jive I feel like when people speak French, they sound like they're faking. You know how some people, even though they have a legitimate British accent, sound like they're faking their British accent? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yes! I heard one of yes. those the other day. Yeah. 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 You're like, that can't be real. And they're like, oh no, they're legitimate. But then, like, sometimes you hear French people, you're like, you all sound like you're faking a French accent. <laughs> you're all faking this French accent. I've heard yes. some French people... And and France is a large country. There's dialects in different spots, just like there's dialects of English in America. You know, you drive 400 miles and you're like, what is this? I mean, shoot, the entire circle that Pittsburgh exists in has its own language. Uh, but outside of there, it's a different, you know, they, they don't say words like what they say there. Uh, Wicked. But, That's the yeah. only place, though. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I heard somebody on a stream the other day who was British who had who sounded like you? Their British accent was your British accent, <laughs> and I was like, "They're fake." That means I am so good that it is legitimate. Yeah, you, it really was. I was like, "This is indistinguishable from the way Ashley says things when she's pretending to be British." <laughs> Which I'm I don't know. so awesome. I could be a dialect coach. Oh, <laughs> like this sounds pretend. Like is this now? To be fair, she could not have been British. It was a Twitch stream. It. So it it could have been somebody faking British 
but the time zones seem to match up. Yes. So, yeah. I have one of them croissant, which is... Coral sandwiches? I was so hungry. I was so hungry because we were going on like 18 hours of... of no, like it'd been, it was a red eye. It was a flight from Atlanta to France. So like we skipped nighttime, just skipped it. Oh, yuck. We skipped nighttime entirely. We're hanging out yuck. in Charles de Gaulle airport. And then we land in Czech Republic and we've got the whole objective when you do that is to just stay up till proper nighttime again. So you're like, I've been up for 24 hours now and we're going to go out and party some more until <laughs> nighttime in Czech Republic, which is several hours from now. Lord help me. You know what I would not have an issue with? Jet lag. Because I would just sleep until nighttime. I would wake up, eat a sandwich, and then I would sleep more. Yeah, you could do that. You're like a cat. <laughs> me? I would, I almost had a panic attack on that plane. You ever been on a plane for six hours straight? Oh, Lord. Sitting there trying to decide, like, hey, I can't get out if I want to. Oh, snap. I can't oh. get out if I want to. Shut up, brain. Shut up. We're no one water wants this. right now. <laughs> yeah, we're over water and you can't get out. I don't need this right now, brain. And then they come around they're like, "Would you like a, a dinner?" Yes, anything to distract me from whatever I have going on in my head right now. Two scotches and a and a croissant sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I will have two scotches, please, and a croissant sandwich. Literally they literally they did give us a baguette and cheese on the way into France and I laughed. It was <laughs> What happened, and it was funny. And how do like how do other countries eat so much bread and not have diabetes? Because they they also eat they eat bread and they eat olives, so the olives balance out the bread, and then you don't get fat because the olives are. I feel good like for if you. you just ate bread and cheese, you would be constipated. Yeah, <laughs> that's okay. So I eat that. It's, I've probably told this story before. I eat that, and then we get to Czech Republic, and we go to dinner. And I'm sitting there looking at the menu, trying to decide what to get. And my buddy there goes, "Well, they have this and this, and then there's this fried cheese thing, which is kind of like a kind of a fast foody type thing." And I'm like, "Fried cheese sounds pretty good." It's literally a block of like bread and cheese. It's like a giant cheese stick, like a, a big old patty. And I eat it, and I'm like, "I am going to be stopped up in Czech Republic <laughs> with nothing, <laughs> nothing to help me." This is the this is the fate I have chosen. <laughs> I would have been so excited to be like, give just dribble it into my mouth, blah 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 blah. It was cheese good, but it disgusting. it was it was quite honestly a piece of cheese that was fried and put on a plate, and you eat it. <laughs> like, this is great. Actually, that's a really good question. Uh, oh, uh, but jibba jibba. Are are. Is is the bread in other countries actual bread as opposed to the shit served here that's basically yoga mat? <laughs> that's a good question. That's a good question. I mean, they got pitas over there in Greece. Those are good. I love Greek food. I love pitas. I keep waiting for this to be over so I can have my Greek friends make me food. I could get you like, to You will feed me. I mean, that's not that's pretend Greek. It's like Taco Bell is Mexican food. But still, I so apparently George only eats at Greek restaurants. So I want to call and be like, "So which ones are actual Greek restaurants and which ones suck?" But <laughs> nobody eats now because we'd yeah. order it. Uh, yeah, you could order it. Remember that That's moth that Greek mafia argument. place we ate at? Oh, go ahead. <gasps> no, in Savannah. Yes, yeah. that was. I love that place. I yeah. love that place. 
was so cool, but I was pretty sure we were going to die, and I was so excited. Oh, yeah. It was it was definitely Greek mob owned, but it was wonderful. I wonder if that still exists. Probably. Head Gamer can tell us he's going to go there soon. It's a it's Greek a restaurant on the river. Yeah, it's, it's right on the the waterfront, right next to one of the cobbledy streets. Mm-hmm. Cobbledy gook. Yep. I remember going to Savannah and having to poop while we were rocking around and went into a hotel and used their bathroom. That tracks. Was Strategies. that when me and you and Stephanie and Landon were there? <laughs> yeah. And we went to, and like, I was like, was oh, fun. no, I got to take a dump. And we found a hotel that just went in and used their bathroom. They're not, they're not as, that. like... You're not staying here. You cannot use our facilities. I just walked in like I own the place. I'm like, I'm going to go take a crap in there. Cool? Cool. Let's go. <laughs> they had toilet seats, Dragon Con. <laughs> News better left untold. No in. Oh, Head Gamer's there now, but there's no indoor oh. dining. Take pictures. If you walk to the river, send us pictures. We've been on a ghost walk there. That was fun. Yes. Uh, man awakens to strange woman drinking soda and holding a bag of pepperoni in his bedroom. All right. Wait, what? I'd what? be like, pass what? What? me them what? pepperonis. Let's do this. This is the plot of an episode of Bridgerton, uh, I hear. Uh, a man in Alabama woke up to an unexpected visitor in his home Sunday morning, police say. Mobile police were called. <laughs> it looks like if you didn't know what that was, you'd be like, mobile police. Mobile. There's mobile Mobile police. police. <laughs> Mobile police were called around 8.20 a.m. on a report of a burglary. Uh, the man who lives in the home told officers he woke up and found a stranger standing in his bedroom drinking a Coca-Cola and holding a bag of pepperoni from his refrigerator. The man told police he had to physically force her out of his home. Officers later found Jacqueline Brandon, 40, who told them she was cold and hungry. She was arrested and charged with second-degree burglary. Why would you... If you are going to go in a house and take something out of someone's refrigerator, why would you hang around and then go in their bedroom and, like, watch them sleep? (laughs) Why would you Edward Cullen yourself into their house? Why would you not just eat? You know what? Like, go in, get yourself a pepperoni and a Diet Coke, and go sit next to the door so you can make a quick egress if you need to. Yeah. There were were some maybe mental health issues or some... Some mental dampening with the faculties being disturbed by a <laughs> drugatoid. Yeah, there had I, to be some. So speaking of Edward Cullen, I've decided that authors need to be more like Kelly and not write stupid, damaging romances <laughs> into your young adult books. You mean so like- that they think it's okay? To have relationships. Relationships. That was a poisonous relationship. Uh, so stupid. It was so stupid. It was bad because Edward was, for one thing, like 100 years old. I mean, he's sure he looked young. What? But there's some creepiness going on there. And then he watches I don't sleep. want to be around a 16-year-old now when I'm not even 40. <laughs> no, they're weird. Why would, you hang, why would you hang out with a 16-year-old girl? They're weird. They're weird. 16-year-old girls are only meant to be around 16-year-old boys because they all don't have brains and well, do strange 16 year- things. Well, yeah. They do strange I things. But, like, I don't, and then to watch her sleep, and I get it. He can't sleep. He's a vampire. But, like, go do something. Go play video games or something weird. Like, go, go be a normal 100-year-old, 16-year-old vampire. Yeah, what you were doing is stalking and illegal and awful. 
Yeah, it's not okay. And then, it's not romantic to watch people sleep unless you've been invited into the home for the express purpose of watching them sleep. Right. And then the rebound with a werewolf, like, what are we even doing here? Why was there werewolves? It's all, it's real dumb, y'all. It's real dumb. And to, hey, I read all four books during a time <laughs> when I was unemployed. Uh, and it was, you know what? I liked the first three. I did. Now, Poisonous Relationship, well it was. But they, yeah, they were well-written, bad literature. Yes. If that makes any sense. Yes. That's yeah. be- that's the most beautiful way to describe that. <laughs> well-written. a good author, but she maybe pushed some bullshit onto young, impressionable <laughs> minds that I think is unforgivable. <laughs> not, not healthy relationships that you look... But, okay, here we go. Find a healthy relationship in fiction. Like, can you name one? Because fiction's meant to be dramatic in most cases, and therefore the relationships all suck. There's no model. What model What model works? I want to know from I the chat. I don't read a lot of... The, I mean, and it doesn't have to be a romance. I'm just saying, yeah. like... So uh, the only one that pops into mind is, if fu- funny enough... Easy A, uh, the the Emma Stone movie from a handful of oh, years that back. Was, that when was the really parents cute. were cool and yes. she was cool and the dude was cool and everybody was pretty respectful for each other except for the dirt bags and you knew them. You saw yeah. them in the in the in the back. They were the dirt bags were dirt bags. They weren't the hero. Yeah, the, the nerds won in that movie and that was a good deal. I thought that was that was pretty decent, if anything. Yeah, that's the, the head gamers talking about uh, interview with a vampire where Kristen Dunst was like trapped in the body of a little girl. I remember, like, I was young when I watched that. And I remember going, <sighs> "Yeah, it's you know what made me go bleh that movie when Tom Cruise was drinking blood out of somebody's wrist and I wanted to throw up and I had to turn it off." I was just like, "Could you even watch that movie because of the blood?" No, I couldn't. I couldn't watch it. I could. I tried. I was like, you know what? I've never watched Interview with a Vampire before. And Tom Cruise is like, I'm gonna drink it in the wrist thing, and I was like, nope, that slurp sound has killed me. I'm done. I'm gonna go throw up. Y'all enjoy your movie. Bye. Uh, and did you watch Blade? Uh, I did when I was a kid. I don't remember. So I'm. I have very specific blood issues. Uh, okay. Like it has to be. It has to be like. You remember in Dawn of the Dead where the girl bites the dude's neck and like the string comes yes. out? Yeah, that yes. jacks me but, up. Yeah. Anything anything specifically circulatory system. I can watch a movie where it like Starship Troopers where there's just like somebody's leg gets lopped off and there's blood everywhere. <laughs> okay. But I cannot watch a movie that specifically targets veins and arteries. Nope. Peace out. I can't handle it. The slurpy slurp. <laughs> I don't think about that. <laughs> the exhibit we went to where you had to be escorted out. I did. <laughs> I can repeat that, that one. left your ass, too. That was the funny thing. Yeah, you bunch of jerks. We go to the dead body exhibit. Uh, you helped me. That dead yeah. body exhibit where... Uh, no, Stephanie helped me. She dragged me through there, didn't she? No, she wasn't. Stephanie was gone. You know how she does? She disappeared. I put uh, the... You stuck the, the pamphlet over your head, and I dragged you out of the last circulatory <laughs> part. And we <laughs> waited for them. The dead body exhibit where they were going around with the plastified uh, bodies 
so you could look at all the parts of a human body, an actual human body. And we go around, and uh, and it was cool. The muscles were cool. The skin was cool. The nerves were cool. Everything was cool. And then you turn a corner, and there's just blood everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. And I almost <laughs> threw up. They have walked a little bit. It's like, I'm fine. No, I'm not. And I put the book over my face. It's like, Ashley, get me out of here. Get me out of here. <laughs> Stephanie has this habit of anywhere we go, she'll just like a what, yeah. what's the what's the what's the what's the line? And like a uh, like a something he's gone. Oh, I don't know. But yeah, she from poops. that from that movie, a few good men, except they farted in the room. <laughs> Poof like a fart in the wind. What? Yes, the, the the coolest thing the devil ever did was convince people he doesn't exist. Uh, don't remember. It had that. It had that dude that got canceled because he molested a fellow. He was in Kevin Game Spacey? of Cards. Yes, it, he was in the Game of Cards. <laughs> the Game of Cards. Somebody help me! They're in oh, a lineup. You're talking about unusual suspects, and I haven't seen that movie yet. Oh well, shit nuggets. Okay, yeah, I'm that's seeing, my life. I'm seeing unusual suspects with Travis, February okay. twenty something, twenty third. Oh my god, I cannot wait for you to watch that movie. You're gonna crap puppies. Yeah. Okay, never mind. Yeah, I just never I know mind. the poof part, but I, I don't I don't know anything about okay. it. But I'm well. That's I'm my sister. She she poofers. No spoilers yeah. because Steven doesn't see it. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited. I, it's been a billion years, and I have no idea anything about that movie. So. Good. And it's on my scratch-off poster for all the 100 movies ever made, so Yay. I get to scratch it off. That's really fun. I'm excited that you and Travis are going to do it. I was literally going to say, okay, well, you and Travis have an episode, but you literally already we do. We do. We already have an episode ball, ball, ball. scheduled. Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited about it. WTF section! What is that quote, though? Poof. The usual suspects, not the unusual suspects. <laughs> did, did I say, I say unusual? unusual? Which one of us said what? that? I hope we did, though. I literally hope. Why am I saying literally? Get out of my head. <laughs> Go away. You know, I think they updated the definition so that literally now means with great emphasis or something. Well, they, they had to because they've ruined it. They, the dictionary is an observation of how language is used, not a not, rule book. Not the dictionary. They is in everybody. It was like, I literally shut my pants. Did you, Becky? Did you literally shut your pants? <laughs> I remember seeing a news station once after a basketball game with this sports guy was, yeah, West Virginia Mountaineers literally slammed the door on the other team. I'm like, no, they didn't. They didn't literally <laughs> slam a door on them. <laughs> there are no doors on the court because it is not how you play basketball. Yes, you're playing the wrong game. <laughs> Yay. Oh no. Uh, I didn't know you could do that. Show document outline. Cool. Um it's <laughs> a button I didn't know existed. If 2021 already seems like too much, lol. There's a hotline that are just people to call in and scream. Those exhausted by 2021 or just the last friggin' in general can get some relief by calling a hotline and screaming. Just scream, bang. Get it? Because it's like, uh, yeah, mm, I'm dumb. A hotline <laughs> created by elementary school teacher Chris Galmar My precious. aims to reduce tension for those needing an outlet. All you have to do is call the hotline and scream as loud as you want and for as long as you want and then hang up. 
It's is I feel like there should be like a fun reward at the end of screaming. Would oh you yeah. Like to scream again, louder and with gusto. Do it, like, do it again. That, like there's other people like who call into another hotline to hear screams. Oh, and that's ooh. that's oh yeah. That's kinky. <laughs> yes, I wanted to find a prop that people would respond to, and screaming seemed to be a good fit. Galmer said. Um, he came up within September 2020 and launched just before Election Day of November. After people dialed in, their calls are recorded and put on a website. Why should I call you, you the website asked. To scream! You might be unhappy, terrified, frustrated, or elated. All these are perfectly good reasons to call and record yourself screaming. Personal phone numbers are not stored and calls go to an answering machine, so interacting with a real person isn't required. He's gotten 70,000 recordings since launching the hotline. I kind of want to like. I don't like screaming. Yeah. Screaming's not my jam. Like, I don't like to yell. I don't like to scream. I kind of like to be just, you know? I do Yosemite Zam swear when things go wrong sometimes. Like like Joe Pesci in Home Alone. (laughs) (laughs) Or I just, you know, say eat a butt to whatever thing is aggravating me. This trash can can eat a butt. I I feel like if I get angry enough, I I start physically interacting violently with stuff. You don't yell either. Like, you're loud as a general rule, but you're not a, a, a yeller. Maybe you are a yeller and a screamer, and I just don't know that. And that's... I don't... I don't do it. I don't yell. We weren't yellers when I was growing up, though. Neither of my parents are yellers. Uh, yeah. You know, like, even when Stephanie yells at me from downstairs to upstairs, I get all antsy about it. Like, I go downstairs <laughs> to talk to her because I hate I yelling that. in the house. I hated that. My entire household would just yell up and down the stairs. And I'm like, I can't hear you. I hear that you're making a noise loudly but nobody could understand what you're saying and then dad would like bang on the wall to get our attention and i'm like oh yeah i I remember when i came over to your house the first few times and y'all would yell back and forth up and down the stairs it was just so but but in all fairness i grew up in mostly one-story houses so yeah we didn't have to walk very far to not yell yeah for a two-story house this is America. Anywhere it was so Stairs open are a lot. Yeah, and you you got it open. It was always like, calm down for dinner. Even if it's yes. not angry, I just don't like it. I don't like the yelling. It's It drives me bonkers. And, of course, Sam has gotten really into yelling lately, and I'm just like, would you stop the yelling? Don't do it I was going to say, I yell I like, when I'm playing. I will, I will yell with Sam. Sam wanted to kick my face in today. Because I would not give him the red pipe that I had. Sam, he we need he needs engagement with other children to fight with. That's what he needs. That's what he needs. He's, he keeps, you wanna, I'm like, I can't fight back with you because I weigh four times as much as you and I'm like seven feet taller. So I just get the shit kicked out of me by an almost six year old. I went and threw toilet paper at Steven today. And don't let Steven ever tell you that he is not athletic because that man, like, he did this weird matrix thing where he went and like deflected the toilet paper back at me. And he goes, Don't you ever throw toilet paper at a man's tomato soup? I had soup. 
I had soup on my desk that I was still eating, and she chucked it directly at me and over my soup. And it was toilet paper, so the toilet paper could like unroll and then fall into the soup in midair. And I said, nay, whoopoosh. And I blocked it. I said, I have soup on the table. You were so upset that I almost TP'd his soup. He almost put toilet paper in my soup. I'm so bad. So funny. <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> you know how important tomato soup is to a person? And then like I, I was still there an hour later and he'd maybe taken like one more spoonful. <laughs> you sounded like Bernie Sanders for <laughs> I'm once again asking you not to throw toilet paper into my soup. <laughs> uh, did someone say Bernie Sanders? I don't I don't know what's going on. Um uh, but yeah, there's definitely Bernie Sanders hanging out now. <laughs> Sorry, hanging audio listeners, now. you don't you don't get the joy of Hold me playing around with the screen. Brother. I'll put him over your shoulder. There you go. Now Bernie's on oh, your shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> That's the wait. Which side? This side. La, oh jeez. That's just. Oh no! Strange. I can't. I'm reaching under Bernie. I'm back, Bernie. <laughs> I am once again asking if we can move this inside. <laughs> Bernie Sanders. Oh man. This has been a this has been a good show. Did we finish that? Yeah, we did. We did. We finished that. What a wonderful time this has been. Uh thank you all for tuning in with us and hanging out. Uh does do we thank Adam Gaffin since you won that? I we didn't we didn't since we, we popped on. Yeah, oh yeah. So hey, Chronopher. we started recording. Uh yeah. I this episode brought to you, but not really, by Adam Gaffin and the Cassidy Chronicles. It's a he wonderful me, book. I won. I mean, I don't know if it's a wonderful book. I'm sure it is. I'm reading like three books right now because I played. So when I want to write a story, I have to read something that fuels, yes. you know, that vibe that I'm after. Yeah. So I started reading Farewell, My Lovely again, that noir book with the detectives. Uh, because I was going to do the detective thing, but then I really need to do my submission for misspelled because that's yes. due soon. So now I've got to find something else to read because I'm balancing between that and I another it was western. Due in March, March is like a month away. As March, oh, unless shit. it's late March, but either Wait, way, I thought, it, I thought it was Stephanie's birthday, March thirty first. March, yeah. Th- yeah, okay, it's due on March thirty first. Either way, that's going to sneak up on me, baby. Yeah, sneak that's up. true because you have to edit. Yeah, okay. yeah. The good news is my laptop comes in a week. Oh, look at you. laptop? Yes. I'm getting one of them M1 MacBook Airs. Oh, I'm excited. I don't have a laptop right now. Yeah, I get a shiny new toy. The iPad is not workable for me. For one thing, Sam always has it. For two things, I really just want, like, to have a computer that I can use downstairs. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I like being up here, but I'm away from everybody a lot. Yeah. So I'm pretty excited about it. Pretty excited about it. It's going to be fun. I'll let you know how it goes. It's blowing minds, this thing. I've looked at lots of reviews, and people are like, oh, my gosh, this is the fastest thing. You well, know. when mine dies in two more years, I'll get one. There you go. There you go. They're shockingly reasonably priced for the power you get out of them. Um, really? Can yeah, you I mean, play Diablo on them? Probably. Like I'll ever be able to play a video game on my They game re- remarkably well, according to what I've read, because the, the processor has onboard graphics, right? It's onboard uh, CPU, onboard graphics, and the RAM lives inside the processor. So, like, the RAM is just a pool for both the GPU and the CPU to pull from, which I guess improves the gaming 
aspects of it quite a bit. So yeah, I think it's pretty great. I think you'd be able to do it. Now Diablo Four. Well, sweet. I don't know. But yeah, it's it's really yeah. impressive. People are editing eight K video on a MacBook Air and the thing doesn't have a fan and they're they're just like minds are blown. So I'm excited to to get it and play with it. I will have my full review uh at some point when they send it. I'm waiting. I'm like, please ship it. I ordered it a week ago. Me, no. I'm just I'm like, I got a ball tracker for the kid that me and Jacob and the baby set and played with for 20 minutes before we got ready for bed. Oh, good. A ball tracker? So it's a it's a structure and it has little ramps that do this all the oh, way yeah. down. A little hole. So you drop a ball and it goes doop, 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 doop. Oh, yeah. And it's to teach them to do this. But it came with little cars and it makes and then what the one of the the ramps has like slats in it so it goes chuk, 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 chuk. so you drop it in and it was just it makes the most satisfying clicking noise oh. and all three of us went <laughs> yeah, and then I we like put that. them all in at once and then we yeah it was it was, it was a Ch- lot of children's toys will grab that. you and you you're like this is fun and your kid like walks away and you're like wee he was super successfully have kept the lights and sound toys away from him so far. Well done. I mean, the pandemic Very has excited. helped. Pandemic has helped probably yes. more than you realize, but it has helped. Yeah, because nobody, like people that have sent lights and sound toys, I'm like, thank you, donated. Yeah, you don't, you don't have, they don't have to see you playing with the thing. So you can just not use it. Whereas if you get a lights and sound toy at Christmas and you're with people, you're like, ah, son of a butt, they're going to open it. And then the other kids are all running around because it's all a family and there's all other stuff. Yeah. And then, so that's when, that's when the, it gets tricky. But maybe with second child, we'll have to face that. But you know, it's not looking good. Yeah. (laughs) It's a, it's a thing. Well, hey, everybody. Thank you for joining us on the show tonight. It's been an absolute blast hanging out with you. We don't have any mail tonight. We do do mail on this show if you mail us mail, uh, email, an electronic Chip's mail. like, mail me my mail, and I may mail you <laughs> yeah, your I know. mail. Chip, I have, I have them right here. I have it on my plan tomorrow. We found out that we could, we could get boxes delivered from the post office that we don't have to go into the non-mask wearing post office. It's gonna, it's so we, gonna happen. We fixed our problem. It's gonna actually fix the glitch by removing me from the situation. <laughs> Just <laughs> doing it. <laughs> Look, there's no excuse for me. I'm not gonna make one. I'm not gonna make one. Life uh, there's I a pod. Hey, if you like the show, leave us a review on your favorite podcasting service of choice or podchaser.com, the IMDb of podcasts. What a neat place to do that. Uh, follow us on Twitter. I'm Steve H and H. Ashley vaguely, kind of, sort of. To I've been tweeting Twitter. a lot lately. It's a safer place now, it seems. <laughs> let's, let's I, I went through and deleted everybody and stopped retweets from showing up. So yeah. I'm just like. Stopping the retweets is helpful. Like yes. when people tweet stuff that's retweeted, I'm like, I have no interest in this. I just stopped the retweets because I don't need to see it uh, yeah. ever. Um, I've, yeah. I'm glad you feel passionately about this, but GTFO my Twitter feed. Yeah. I, have I just want art and cats yes that's good like i have friends that were like tweeting a lot of sports ball every five seconds i don't give a crap like i like you but i don't i don't care about the sports ball retweets so yeah, and man, it cleaned up my feed it was nice uh yeah. you should always groom your feed 
you should groom it. Make it happen. Uh, yeah. Tip us. Hey, if you like the show, you want to make the show better, you can tip us a buckarino there over at twodorks.net slash tip. We appreciate everything you give to us. We appreciate our patrons for show. Uh, new patron, Jesse, new patron. Great news. Hugely appreciating uh, that, that, don't, that tip, that monthly tip uh, to the show to help us keep the thing running. Because, hey, your tips do help pay for the server that we have to host all these files on. That's pretty yeah, great, I- and we appreciate that more than you know. Uh, so big thanks to new new patron Jesse. Thanks to Hammerdorf, Og, Adam, and Christina of Geekheim, uh, our parents. Uh, yeah, that's it, right? That's the whole list? I need to write sure, it down write in here. It down, down. Write it down right now. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's, you're so smart. And then that way when, when Jacob copies and pastes it. Jesse, Adam, and Christina. Well, I think when I combine Adam and Christina, that's where it really it jacks it up because it's, it's a list. But Adam and Christina are both from Geekheim. So it's, it, the numbers don't look like enough. If I forgot you, I'll, I'll well, cry. Then, then do it like this. Like what? Like sideways? Make, 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 say, Adam of Geekheim, Og of no, Scotchheim. This is, this is fine. I've got it. Y'all are going to wait until I can guarantee that I've thanked <laughs> everybody that I'm supposed to. And when I have... Then we can close the show out. This patron <laughs> Patreon site is slower than butts. Just give me a second. Just hold on. Slower than butts. I When's the new James back? Bond movie coming out? Uh, October twenty first. Like what? Jesse, Christina, Audie, Chris, Audie, Audie, Hammer Dwarf, Adam, our parents, and Og. I almost forgot Audie. See, that's why you go look at your list. Yes, Audie makes Artie. Oh, man. Audie's the best. Also, support Audie on uh, America's Next Top Podcaster because he's competing along with along with another good friend of the show, Tony P. Henderson. What? Two people on America's Next Top Podcaster this season. Uh, I didn't know Tony know. was on there, too. <laughs> yeah, flipping Tony That's P. Awesome. Tony P's good, man. It'll be a good show. I'm, I'm looking forward to this season. Audie's there, and he's a good friend. Uh, but you guys, enjoy your night. And we'll see you next time on Horseshoes and Hand Grenades. We're leaving you with these words of wisdom from Maya Angelou. A bird does not sing because it has an answer. It sings because it has a song. All right, Maya Maya Angelou. That's pretty good. We'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.